Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are getting the move on. And our guest this week, well, she is the Swarovski hiding on your socks. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we chat with real business owners who have real success and learn from them about what works, what doesn't, and who want you to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's not a train. Join us where you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration and our guest this week is Shannon Kerr, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you guys for having me. So happy to be here. For visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? My name is Shannon Kerr and I am the founder and the CEO of Heidi Style. We have been in business for over five years and I basically reinvented no-show liner socks with an anklet around them so they don't slip off your feet. The reason we're talking with Shannon today is for, well actually for several different reasons, but, and I have to, to admit that when my wife found out I was doing this, this conversation with Shannon, she was excited because she loves these socks. And take us through very briefly the journey of this because you basically had to develop this all by your lonesome. Yes, that is correct because there was no liner sock like this and mm. i was so frustrated with wearing the regular no-show sock so for our video viewers i'm going to show you my heidi socks so these are the heidi socks with the flat without the flat this is what they look like and so basically what i had to do you can't see your socks with with the flats on no and that's why i named them heidi because it's uh, like you're hiding your sock it's a beautiful sock right that stays on will not slip off and add style to the plainest of flats vans converse mm. and high heels these are i'm showing the viewers on the video flats mm -hmm. these are little half shoes and these are the original flats that i used to design the heidi sock ah design. so this is the actual shoe that you used to design it this is the original shoe that i used to design it and what i did was i put on a regular ankle sock not this one because this wasn't made yet but mm -hmm. i put on a regular ankle sock with my flats and I put it on my foot and I had literally cut out the Heidi sock design and I left the anklet around it because I knew if it had the anklet still, it wouldn't slip off your feet. But this is part of the fun of this because you, you came out with this product. Yes. And you had to, first of all, how did you source? Because nobody made anything like this. So how did you go through the process of, of getting this built? Because first of all, you said it was made out of bamboo. Who makes socks out of bamboo? Well, Michael, when I was researching the different types of materials, cotton, spandex, and I had stumbled across bamboo fiber, I realized that it naturally wicks mm. moisture. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I didn't understand why all clothing companies, especially socks, didn't make their product out of bamboo fiber. Mm. And I found out they don't because it's actually extremely more expensive than cotton oh. because of the fact that cotton is already soft, so it's a lot easier to make into a material. But if you think about bamboo, right. it is a hard material that you have to turn into a soft material in order to make it apparel. But that wasn't the end of the road because you came out with the slip-on sock. Michael, I was 19 when I had realized the problem with no-show socks. Hmm. 
I didn't have any money to start a business. I didn't know what I was doing. I had hardly any life experience, right? And right. I had this great idea for the product, which originally I just thought for me, I thought my feet, my socks were slipping off because my feet maybe were just weird because I have a really high arch. I don't know. I just sure, thought sure. that it was a me problem and not a sock problem. Right. So I designed them just for me and then other women started noticing them uh, and they started asking me about them and I would tell them and then they would tell me that they had the same problem and that was when I realized, oh my Lanta, I have a product and I have no idea what I'm gonna do because I don't have a business degree, I never went to college and sure. I don't have any money and I have to figure it out. But you went ahead and you ordered 5,000 bamboo socks and you had them shipped to you and they were just flying off the shelves. I wish they were <laughs> flying off the shelves right off the bat. No? No, unfortunately not. Uh, it was a brand new product that right. no one else had ever seen before. Uh, and I had to basically let everybody know that they didn't have to worry about their no-show socks slipping off anymore because I had this new product. Uh, and originally, I did not have Swarovski crystals on the inklet. Well, how'd that happen? Well, I wanted them to sell better uh -huh. and because I had a lot of pressure. I, you know, was 19 at the time when I had this idea, launched it when I was around 21 and I didn't have very many resources to start a business. So right. I did a little strategy that oh, no. I, uh, I applied for a credit card and right. originally was only gifted $3,500. Now everybody knows to start a business, you always put it on a credit card. I don't think so. <laughs> you would not advise that. I mean, I would honestly, because it works for me. I would advise that. But that's just the beginning because you needed more money than $3,500. I did. Mm -hmm. And so I called the credit card company and I said, hi, I am considering opening up a larger credit line with you. I was only approved for $3,500. However, I need a larger line because I'm thinking of buying a fixer-upper home. And I need a larger credit line so I can improve my house and make this purchase. And do you think you could approve me for, I don't know, maybe like $20,000? <laughs> and <laughs> this gentleman who is on the other line, he asked me all of the questions. I mean, we were on the phone for probably an hour. And at the end of it, he says, I'm gonna call you back tomorrow with an answer. And I said, okay, great. Looking forward to hearing from you. <laughs> and we hang up and he calls me back the next day and they approved me for a $20,000 credit line at 20 or 21 years old. You're 20 years old, $20,000 line of credit. <laughs> All because- that's crazy. But you know, that's the moral of the story. Yes. If you don't ask- Then you don't get it. You don't know. Yeah. Exactly. And I've never been afraid to ask, right. ever. How did you get the idea to start applying crystals to the van? To, to, how, how'd that work? <laughs> Funny story. I was actually at one of my very first vendor events, uh -huh. which it used to be smaller back in the day five years ago. It is called First Friday. It, is, it takes over like half of downtown. Now it does. <laughs> yes. Sure. Five years later, it right. is huge. It is an amazing thing that we have in Bakersfield, California. 
And that was the first vendor event I ever did. My booth setup was <laughs> crazy small <laughs> compared to what I have now. Now I have a flat screen TV. Right. I have the whole display now. But originally I was doing those vendor events and I had a local customer, a client, he had purchased socks for his wife. And yep. I was explaining to him that it's my business and the socks aren't selling that well and I don't really know what to do. And he said, why don't you put crystals on the inklet? And I said, oh, my favorite color is sparkles. <laughs> yes, that's a brilliant idea. Yes, and it's so funny. I actually met him a few year, a couple years ago. Right. And he saw the the socks with the crystals, and he was very happy. But anyway, so going back to that story, he, he gives me this brilliant idea. Right. I say yes, I'm gonna do it. I go to Michael's the next day. I take my sock with me, and I am I have this this inklet, and I am in the Swarovski crystal section, and I'm picking up these crystals, and I, the there's a ton of different sizes, it's a little crazy. And I'm figuring out, okay, this crystal fits, this crystal fits, okay, what pattern do I wanna do? Do I want a big crystal, small crystal, all big crystals, all small crystals, trying to figure out, I was probably there for three hours at least. And I buy all these Swarovski crystals and I go home and I had bought a little tool while I was at Michael's where you would hand set each crystal individually, especially depending on the size. And How long did it take you to do this? 30 minutes a pair. <laughs> not exactly efficient. No, not. Especially if you're going to sell thousands or millions of Heidi socks. It's not. And th since then, I have improved the process. I had designed a template on how to do this. And then after I had designed it, I went to my cousin, EJ, who's an engineer. Right. I said, this is how I'm doing it. I need to make it faster. Please help me. <laughs> and we, in his kitchen, we set up everything and he helped me and he fine tuned it and made it as efficient as it possibly could be. And he still, to this day, he helps me a ton with my business, wow. which I'm super grateful for. And we made it as fast as we possibly could make it because there's really no machine that hand sets the crystals on the socks for you. Mm. Heidi style only does socks. We do not. We what? Have You've expanded? We have expanded. <laughs> to, to what have you expanded? So we do our Heidi socks, which are these. These are the adults. We have the Heidi socks as adult. We have the kids, which we expanded to. And then after that, we expanded to our bra straps, which if you're watching this on the video, which I highly recommend to go on YouTube and search Small Business Celebration and give them a follow and watch my video. And these are bra straps that also have the same Swarovski crystal design on them. Because here's the thing, when we are wearing special dresses or special tank tops and your bra straps show, mm -hmm. that's not fashionable. Nobody wants that. Right. So if you're gonna wear this type of clothing, then you can wear with a strapless bra and then you can attach the bra straps to it so it keeps uh, the bra up and it looks fashionable. It's the same concept as Heidi socks. The anklet keeps the sock up and it's fashionable. Same concept with the bra strap. If visioneers want to learn more about Heidi socks, Heidi style, all the product lines that you guys have, how do they do that? Our website is HeidiStyle.com, which is spelled H-I-D-E-Y style, S-T-Y-L-E.com. And we have an Instagram and Facebook as well. We also have wholesale accounts all throughout the U.S. that sell Heidi socks. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify, and leave a comment. And when we come back, we're going to talk about going national. And if Shannon can do it, so can you. Spring is here. And so are the mosquitoes. 
Protect your home and business from disease carried by roaches, as well as from spiders and earwigs by calling the largest locally family-owned pest control business, Oxley Pest Control, at 661-325-2687. Protecting your greatest asset from pests since 1994, Oxley Pest Control is focused on stopping the spread of disease, ridding our community of pests, and keeping you comfortable in your home and business. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com. That's O-X-L-E-Y-P-E-S-T.com and 661-325-2687. And ask about their mosquito reduction plan, a safe and effective way to help reduce the number of mosquitoes this summer. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com today. I'm here with Shannon Kerr, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style, and our visionary question comes from Melissa who asks, we have a retail business and are looking towards national recognition. What are you doing and what should I not watch out for? Number one thing you need to start doing if you're looking for national recognition mm -hmm. is Facebook ads, Instagram ads, and going to different conventions. Really? Yes, different conventions in Las Vegas. So Las Vegas mm -hmm. has pretty much conventions for literally anything and everything. Right. And I started attending Las Vegas conventions probably three and a half years ago. Okay. I go every year now and people from all over the world come to these conventions to purchase product, get to know more about different businesses and expand their horizon. Are you going to these conventions as a guest or do you have a booth there? Well, the first year I went as a guest because it is very expensive to have a booth. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> And I went and I had my big sparkle bag, of course, full of all my flyers and my business cards and every marketing thing that I could take. And I would literally go and talk to everybody and anybody and hand them my business card and hand them my flyer and show them my socks. And that's how I opened up more wholesale accounts all around the U.S. We have sold to 48 states in the U.S. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And we have a boutique in Canada that also sells Heidi socks. Shout out to the Traveling Tea Room in Canada. <laughs> and this was all possible because I spent the money and I spent the time and I went to these conventions and I wasn't afraid to talk and I wasn't afraid to go up to people. And you can't be if you're trying to expand your business. You just have to do it like Nike says. When you go to the conventions in the later years. Yes. And you have a booth now. Yes. Okay. There's a misconception that you need to have the 100 by 100 booth that's right at the main door no. when you first walk in. No. What have you done that works? Well, originally I have split the booth with my different sales reps. So I have uh, different sales reps in different states that sell my product. Right. And my sales reps not only carry my line, but they carry other business lines as well. Mm -hmm. So we would get a 10 by 10 or I think a 10 by 20 is what we would do. And we would showcase all of the lines. And I worked. I went and I went with them, even though they're my sales rep. And I sold, sold, sold not only Heidi socks, I helped them sell their other lines. Brilliant. Yes, you have to be a team player. And you have to appreciate the fact that these other people are willing to do this for you, that you appreciate them doing that. And you have to work together and have their back because they're going to have your back. 
Were you ever concerned that they would also have socks and other things in the booth competing against yours? They would never do that. I wouldn't partner with sales reps that would have ever even consider that. Right. When you're hiring people, sales reps, 1099 contractors, employees, team members is what I call employees. Right. You have to interview them. Even though they're going to be helping your business, you have to do a thorough interview to make sure that they're genuine and they have a good work ethic. What qualifications or how do you perceive that? Because some of us are, are socially inept when it comes to this kind of thing. So <laughs> how did you interview the sales reps, and especially since they're representing other lines, to, to find the ones that had the character that you were looking for? I am a very much Excel girl, Excel worksheets, and a Word document girl. I keep all of my questions in either a Word document or an Excel file. Mm -hmm. And I have great questions that I ask, and I literally Googled interview questions, the psychology behind them, and the answers that you're looking for uh, when you're interviewing these people. Okay. Everything that I do, I ask Google. I do. <laughs> everything. Everything. Most everything that I do. Most everything I do ask Google. Google is like the grandma you never had. Right. I'll tell you everything and anything. You just have to do the research and figure it out. You've always been a go-getter. Yes. And you mentioned that it's both learned and innate in you. How did you learn this skill? One of the most pivotal moments of my childhood was when I was in fifth grade and mm. I was told that my dad had a brain tumor and he had six months to live. Mm. And this was a very traumatic thing for me, which yeah. the silver lining as I learned tomorrow is not promised and thank God he's still alive today. And I had to learn how to do whatever I could to take care of him and mm. be his caretaker and be his support because right. it was a roller coaster. And during my middle school and even high school years, I would hire caretakers to help him mm. and they would be great in the beginning and then all of a sudden take advantage of him. Mm. And so I would fire them when <laughs> even being a young girl. How, how would they take advantage of him? Well, they would just get comfortable and they wouldn't cook for him or clean the house. Oh. And the last story of why I moved to Bakersfield at 19 was because he had the last caretaker and I had gone up on a surprise visit, as I would do, right. to make sure that they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. And this last caretaker, there were cigarette thousands of cigarette butts in the backyard. Mm. There was moldy food in the fridge. It, the house was cockroach infested. It was horrid. I had wow. to do a short sale on it because it was that horrible. Wow. It, it was not living environments. And so I gave her her two-week notice. I gave my job my two-week notice. And I moved up, got a serving job that day that I had moved up, started serving while taking care of dad, and then got my corporate job. And that first corporate job is where I got the idea for Heidi Socks because I started dressing professional and wearing flats and realized... No-show socks are horrible. They constantly slip off your feet, so I reinvented them. You said your dad is still with you, no? He is. He is. What does he think of your socks? Oh, so he <laughs> loves them, and my dad has a lot of brain damage from the brain tumor. He's had a few strokes since then, cyber knife radiation, and one of the thing, one of the new things that he remembers, because he only remembers past things. Mm -hmm. It's hard for him to remember new things, but he remembers my business, and every time I pick him up for dinner, he asks me how it's doing. And we'll be right back. 
The reason we're talking with Shannon Kerr, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style, is because of a visioneer question that came from a visioneer just like you. They reached out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram and wanted to find out, how do I go national? So if you've got a question, you've got a thought, something you'd like to learn about here on Small Business Celebration, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Shannon Carrier, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style, and our visionary question comes from Nick who asks, it seems like the more successful my business I get, the fewer non-business owner friends I seem to have. <laughs> Is yes. this normal? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> How so? Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's not just business, it's any career. Mm. Teachers hang out with teachers, doctors hang out with doctors. Why? Because we just have more in common. When I meet another entrepreneur we get each other mm. it is the same language it is they understand the hurdles they understand the sleepless nights they understand the grit they understand everything that goes through it and so you just relate a lot easier so of course your friends are going to be like-minded in the same career field and it's not anything you should feel guilty about and don't let anybody make you feel guilty about that no matter what career field you're in what about the friends who complain that they're not part of your inner circle anymore. Well, they're not true friends. Ah. If they don't understand that you're hustling, trying to build a foundation for you and your life, they don't really care about you. You should cut them out. This business takes a lot of time. Yes. What do you like to do when you're not doing this business? I like hanging out with my dog. <laughs> okay. Well, well, what kind of dog is it? She's a mix. I adopted her when she was two years old. They say she's lab pit and something else because she has a curly tail. So I don't know what that is, but she's amazing. What's her name? Her name is Honey. Uh, her name is Honey. And how long have you had him? Nine years. Nine years. She's definitely middle-aged. <laughs> she's a little over than middle-aged. She's my senior citizen, but she's amazing and I love her. What have you learned? from Honey that you applied to your business? Well, she is a very good reminder. This is my office, and normally I have her dog bed right here where you were sitting. Right. And when I am focused and zone in on my work, she comes up to me after an hour or two, and she <laughs> and she reminds me, hey, it's, it's time to go soak up the sun. Let's go, let's go for a walk, let's go hang outside for a little bit, and she gets me out of the office. First of all, I feel privileged and honored to be in the same spot as honey. <laughs> <laughs> you should. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> well, because honey is part of the family. Honey is my main girl. I love my girl. Have you taken any trips with honey? Have you had any merry adventures with her? All the time. I take her with me everywhere. I take her with me to vendor events when uh -huh. I'm selling Heidi socks. People love her. Right. They come to my booth to pet her. It's a marketing strategy. <laughs> it's all about it. Yes. It's all about bringing people in. So I can tell them about this awesome new sock that doesn't slip off your feet. And bra straps. And, and ankle socks. And honey just sits there and pants and wags her tail and there she is. I don't even need to have her on the leash. She's good. She just stays right by my side as long as she's with mom. She's as happy as can be. Do you read a lot? All the time. Oh, like what? I have tons of different books. One of my 2022 goals, this was my 2021 goal, is to read one book a month. Oh, really? Yes. And I have hit that goal every single month so far this year. 
And my favorite book is called Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, who is the owner of Nike. Why that book? Oh, it made me laugh. It made me cry. It gave me goosebumps. Phil Knight is an extremely amazing storyteller. And he goes from the beginning of his business being a kid, right. which relates to me because I was a kid at 19 when I started this, right. to him turning into his 20s, finding the love of his life, starting his business, people trying to steal his business, bad business decisions, him almost failing several different times, to him making it into a multi-billion dollar company. And it's so inspirational. I am going to turn Heidi Style into the Nike of socks. Nice. Yes. And when you get stressed out, do you go for a run? Yes, I do. I really? do. Yes. I run most mornings. My brother has influenced me to do that. I didn't always used to be a runner. I used to hate it, actually. Right. And it releases endorphins and it makes you feel great. And yes, I have Nikes. <laughs> that kind of goes without saying. What book do you like to gift? Shoe, Shoe Dog by Phil Nye. That's, my, that's <laughs> okay. my favorite book. Right. And I also, another book that I like is called How I Built This by Guy Raz. Okay. He also has a podcast. Right. He's wonderful. An excellent podcast. Yes. One of the things you alluded to in the first segment is that you had a corporate job and that you started the business, started the company while at the corporate job. Yes. While at the same time going and talking to a bank to get $20,000 in the credit line yes. <laughs> to make it all yes. work and what happened. While taking care of my dad. While taking care of your dad. Not that you were doing anything at the time. For visionaries out there who may think that in order to start a business, you have to burn the bridges abandon the ships and go for it. What do you have to say for them that since you started with a corporate job and a corporate in order to start your business? I think it's pivotal to have a corporate job because your corporate job pays for your personal bills mm. and all of the income from your business goes back into the business. You constantly want to feed your business. Mm. And so if you if your business isn't making enough money to handle all of your bills plus pay for marketing pay for all of the overhead then you should have a corporate job you just unfortunately have to work maybe 14 16 hours a day. sure sure have two full-time jobs it, and you know have a family i don't have kids yet but i did have my dad i've been taking care of my dad since i was in fifth grade practically you know and right. it is doable you just have to have really good time management i know that sounds cliche but Really, figure out your time, figure out your schedule, and make sure you also fit in time for yourself because your mental health is so important to you not burning out. Being a business owner mm -hmm. can be a lonely business mm -hmm. because you have to make decisions based on incomplete data. Yes. You have to be the voice in the room when nobody else wants right. to be. Mm -hmm. And it can be very lonely. Yes. What do you have to say for the business owner that is struggling right now? Join networking events to where you're not so lonely because mm. having a friend that you can relate to makes you feel normal. <laughs> okay, sure. Right. <laughs> it makes you understand that everybody goes through hurdles in life, whether you're a business owner, whether you're a stay-at-home mama, whatever you're doing, you have hurdles. And when you can relate to other people, especially empathetically, mm. it makes you feel okay, you've got this, expect the hurdles, they're going to come, get through it. Well, Shannon, this has been a privilege. If visionaries want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? 
Our website is HeidiStyle.com, which is spelled H-I-D-E-Y-S-T-Y-L-E.com. We have an Instagram and Facebook as well. Well, Shannon, this has been a privilege. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. Thank you, guys. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Spring is here. And so are the mosquitoes. Protect your home and business from disease carried by roaches, as well as from spiders and earwigs by calling the largest locally family-owned pest control business, Oxley Pest Control, at 661-325-2687. Protecting your greatest asset from pests since 1994, Oxley Pest Control is focused on stopping the spread of disease, ridding our community of pests, and keeping you comfortable in your home and business. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com. That's O-X-L-E-Y-P-E-S-T.com and 661-325-2687. And ask about their mosquito reduction plan, a safe and effective way to help reduce the number of mosquitoes this summer. Call Oxley Pest Control at 661-325-2687 or visit them at oxleypest.com today. Going backwards to go forward. This week's conversation with Shannon Carrer, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style, was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed her story about calling up the credit card company and asking for a credit line limit. But one of the stories that really struck me was near the very end of our conversation. And when she was talking about how she had to have a corporate job in order to start her business. Now, there's in some circles this thought that you have to jump off the edge of a bridge. You have to burn the ships. You have to strike it right out in order to be successful in your business. When in reality, in some cases, that does not make good fiscal sense. There are also times where you've got your business going well but it stumbles, the market changes, there's a whole something or other that happens to you or your business that forces you to have to take a step back. You have to take a part-time job, take a corporate job, so that you can have the financial stability to move forward again. There's no shame in that. There is nothing wrong with saying this is a truly temporary position because after all you can get back on your feet again you can spread your wings and fly and when you do your business will become more successful and you can leave that job and do what you really want to do and soar once again I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Shannon Kerr, the founder and CEO of Heidi Style, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. 
If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.